When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Available every week on BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And on this week's show, we're going to be catching up with the Five Flyers as they progress through to the final of the Challenge Cup. We're also going to be talking about the National League with Tim Wallace, player head coach at the Milton Keynes Lightning. And we're also going to be catching up with the Sheffield Steel Dogs right here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Ben Morgan from the Sheffield Steel Dogs will be joining us shortly, as will player head coach at the Milton Keynes Lightning, Tim Wallace. But before that, there's only one place we could start this show, and that's to the Challenge Cup semi-final on Wednesday evening. A fantastic match between Sheffield and the Five Flyers. For all, it finished in the end, with five going through 7-6 on aggregate. Commiserations to the Sheffield Steelers, but with that victory there, Five Flyers go through to their first ever Challenge Cup final next month as they travel to the Belfast Giants. And for reaction now to that victory on Wednesday night in the semi-final of the Challenge Cup, on Thursday, I caught up with the head coach at the Five Flyers. It's a welcome back to the show to Todd Dutiem. Well, Todd, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, recording this on Thursday, and, and, and first for his first, big congratulations for last night's victory over Sheffield. I mean, how was your evening? Yeah, I mean, I think we we ran the whole gauntlet of emotions, um, you know, right from being down quite early to hanging in there. And then obviously that that crazy ending um, was a pretty exciting night. Um, I certainly think probably both sides of fan bases were pretty entertained and, you know, one being ours in particular ended up being pretty happy. And obviously with the, with the lead you had going into the game, with it being the away leg, it was always going to be, you know, a, a bit backs against the wall, wasn't it, to begin with? Uh, so, how, how did you prepare for this second leg? Well, we've been working on a, a number of things for a while now. I, I think that uh, watching that first game, 
um, that we played against Sheffield, uh, you know, we came under a lot of pressure in that game too. I think that guys were committed to blocking shots. Um, Jeff Hutchins just told me a stat this morning that, you know, last night we blocked more shots last night than we actually did in the first leg. So, you know, it meant something to the guys. They hung in there. And I think I'd said in my interview uh, after the game that, you know, going down 3 nothing in that building, it could have very easily slipped away from us. And if guys, you know, would you blame them for, for throwing in the towel if they would have got one more? But they hung in there, they believed, and ground out a result in the end. Yeah, I mean, 70 seconds, uh, the, the one goal lead lasted. And then, like you say, you know, two two further goals. But what great character, um, like like you touched upon there. But then again, right right at the end, Sheffield get the the equaliser over over the two legs uh, to take it into overtime. I mean, you could be forgiven going into overtime and and the squad going that's that's enough for us now. But uh, but there you are again digging deep. Yeah, no, I mean it was incredible. I think that we took a late penalty. I think uh, the puck cleared the glass with two thirty left or something or two eighteen left. And um, we killed that penalty off. Uh, Dylan Lawrence comes out of the box and, and, and the ensuing scramble in, in front of our net. Puck ends up in. And, you know, I got to say, it's about as loud as I've heard a building. Um, and that could have been a huge deflator for us. Through all that noise, we were trying to calm the guys down, keep them focused. And then both teams had some very good opportunities in overtime to win it. So that result was was on the razor's edge all the way through and you know really fun to be a part of yeah and then uh johansson wins it in in the shootout and then you can celebrate and you know it's a big crowd there at the sheffield arena but a sizable contingent of traveling supporters as well who got to celebrate with you so i mean how important were they last night yeah i mean it's tough from our bench you can't see them but you can hear them you know and they were up against what was it 8500 possibly more Sheffield Steelers fans. Um, they held their own, and um, they could have been forgiven for being quite down early on in the game, but they kept the boys in it, and um, the guys paid them back by giving them something to cheer about at the end of that hockey game. Yeah, and I believe the quarterfinals pretty much ended the same way against Dundee, didn't it, in a shootout? So, I mean, that's a bit nerve-wracking, uh, and a nerve-wracking way of getting to the final. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a video today. I think Philly won it at the last shot, of our last quarterfinal uh, against Dundee. And then, you know, Big Mike came up trumps for us on that last penalty shot of the, you know, the first round. But that just shows the fine margins that these games are played under. But we're not going to ask any questions. We're, we're we're headed to the finals and quite excited about that. And, and with regards to, there, there is a final at the end of all this. And, and that's that's your next challenge i'm going to suggest because obviously you've you've won medals with fife as as a player and as a, a head coach but last night must must be up there with one of the the more memorable moments as uh being associated with the club well it certainly is i had some i had some incredible moments as a player um ones that'll stay with me forever as a coach getting ourselves to the, the playoff final weekend uh was it three or four times and also that what was it i think it was the manchester game to get ourselves into the the playoff weekend one year all exciting all incredible um but last night was um was really something and uh boy did we ever leave it late um <laughs> somebody had said a stat to me that we hadn't scored a goal in that building all year but we scored four last night when it mattered and uh you know we got to go back there and do it again on saturday so hopefully that's uh, given us a little bit of confidence we're going to be fighting for this 
you know, we're in the middle of a playoff fight yeah. right now. Um, it's important that we refocus and, and, and get back to work on the weekend. And that's the big challenge now, isn't it? Because there's this Hollywood fixture, and I know there's plenty of fans as well scrambling for tickets because it's a, you know, Wednesday the the first of March. This one over in over in Belfast for the Challenge Cup final. But um, there's there's a playoff race here as well, isn't there? Which you have to you have to sort out as well in the meantime. Yeah, and 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 what a year it is to be fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, you got arguably four, five teams fighting for a playoff spot and you got four teams at the top of the table fighting for a league title so there's just going to be no gimmies on any given night looks like it's going to go down to the wire and you know we want to be standing there and we've proven that we can go into these hostile buildings and win a game so we just need to book our ticket to the dance and um, just be confident in ourselves and like you've said already I mean you've got Sheffield again this weekend in a, in a double header back in the league um they're going to be up for this, aren't they? Especially the the away game for yourselves on on Saturday night. Yeah, man. When I was in the fixtures meeting, it just <laughs> it, did, it didn't seem like that bad of an idea. But uh, <laughs> they'll be, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be out for blood on Saturday night. We're we're going to have to be ready. And you know what we're really hoping is we can grind something out there, and 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 hopefully we come back. And you know, there's a big crowd ready to welcome these guys back to Fife, and you know, just give them that boost that they need, not only for that game, but just for the final month month and a half left in the season and that's the thing and i mean the, the there's there's a video on youtube i've seen of of the crowd reaction there the the away following and obviously it's jubilation but that that needs to translate back to uh, the league and and getting you over the line that they're, they're going to be crucial in the closing months aren't they yeah 100 percent. and i know that you know our traveling support has been um pretty strong this year i think that in our building we, we we started off a little slow mentioned it a number of times like i think for us like one of the, the big things was just the, the major injuries that that we had right off from the beginning of the year with big mike out hammered all broke his thumb losing uh sean cameron was very difficult you know these were big pieces in our lineup and the fight crowd didn't have a lot to cheer about early on you know they got a pretty good team here and you know we're 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 happy that we can give them the moments to cheer about every interview that i read about opposing teams they always say life's a difficult place to come we want to make it even more difficult we got some key home games to coming up here and you know we just hope that this has given the crowd the boost that they need to to get us over the finish line absolutely and i won't speak to you before um the the challenge cup final but how, how big is this game uh, on the 1st of march and now you've you know, you've played this performance at Sheffield. Can you do it at Belfast on their ice? It's absolutely immense. I mean, for the organization, for our fan base, and, and just for the town in general, I think that it's quite a landmark in the Elite League era, you know, for us to, to get to this point. You know, as far as pushing it over the finish line, you, you know, I'd said the other night in my interview, why not? Um, we went into one of the most hostile buildings in, in the league against 9,000 strong fans. The atmosphere was incredible and incredible against us. We have to recenter ourselves and refocus and and simply believe that we can go into another one of these buildings and, and do the same. Good stuff. And last question, Todd. How much are you looking forward to not just the, the Challenge Cup final, but also this race for the playoffs, these these big matches coming up, especially on on home ice, the likes of Sheffield uh, on Sunday, uh, Belfast the, the following Sunday. Uh, you know, you've got Cardiff, coming up as well as the Nottingham Panthers on, on home ice. Uh, so uh, how much are you looking forward to, to the next uh, couple of months or so? Well, I think everybody I mentioned, I, I mentioned the crowd, I mentioned the players, 
what I didn't mention is the coaches and, and coaches will be the same as everybody. This has given us a huge boost as well. Um, you, you know, there's been difficult times through this season. We had a reset about a month ago, brought in a couple extra players um, that we've been we've been trying to get for so long. You know, there's a good feeling about the team right now. So for me, on the run-in, and I'll speak for Jeff as well, um, the coaches are excited about it. You know, obviously we know the key league games. We want a playoff spot bad. And look, we're, we're just really looking forward to to getting ourselves w- with a shot in this final. And, you know, we're, we're behind the guys 100% of the way. We, we really believe in them. Good stuff. Well, uh, Todd Dutiem from the Five Flyers, a big, big congratulations again uh, for, for making it through to the final. Big good luck uh, in the final and a big good luck for the race for the playoffs as well. And we'll catch up very soon. Thanks a lot, Ben. Todd Dutiem there, head coach of the Five Flyers and a big congratulations once again to the Five Flyers who will take on the Belfast Giants in that final on the 1st of March. Let's go to the National League now and shortly we'll be joined by Sheffield Steel Dogs defenceman Ben Morgan as we'll be discussing the playoffs and the closing couple of months of the season for the South Yorkshire Club. But before that, let's go to Milton Keynes and a fantastic four-point weekend for the Lightning just gone. And this title race up at the top of the National League. Leeds Knights currently leading the way. MK Lightning in second. Peterborough Phantoms in third. Just four points separating the top three there. Really fantastic stuff up at the top of the division. And let's catch up now with the head coach of the Milton Keynes Lightning. And on Thursday, I caught up with Tim Wallace. Well, Tim, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, before we get to, you know, this weekend's big matches, let's talk about last weekend's big matches and... Uh, well, the pressure was on, and, and what a weekend you had. Uh, firstly, you know, that, that shootout win against uh, the whole Seahawks on Saturday and um, that game at Swindon on, on Sunday. It, it was quite a weekend for your team. You must be very proud picking up four points the way you did. Definitely. You know, we, we didn't play our best um, at home against Hull. I just think, um, for whatever reason, we were a little slow, slower than we've been pretty much all year, and our, and our passes were not good. So, with that, Hull played a great game. They basically just packed the house and stayed in front of the net wait waited for us to mess up so it was difficult and the goalie played played very well but luckily we we got that extra point in the shootout that's a huge point for us at this stage of the of the season so that was a huge win for us and then sunday in swindon very big match you know we definitely came ready to play their they're a really good team over there had a great start and then we uh you know heads shut the door for us and we got the, the extra two points over there as well I mean, what does it tell us about the, the nature of the performances that you put in? Because, you know, the Swindon game, there's a, it's a classic example where they come back at you, don't they? <laughs> and, you know, they, they, yeah. they, they had a bit of momentum behind them. And if I throw in, sorry to bring it up, but the, the Basingstoke performance the Sunday earlier, you know, that must have been mm-hmm. in the, play, the back of the, the, the players' minds. And to pick out four points like that and to, and to get the results, um, that, that does bode very well as we head towards the, the closest stages of the regular season. Definitely. You know, we've, um, there's been a decent amount of adversity, you know, for the most part, besides a few, you know, most games have been, have been pretty close, you know, wherever we go, every team seems to play very well against us very hard. So it's taught us a lot. And I think we'd rather have that than, you know, blowing teams out, you know, whatever score it is, which we have done once or twice this year. But I think, you know, dealing with tough games, playing the right way, protecting the lead, staying out of the box, all the things that help you win and help the team become better. We've we've dealt with a lot of that this year. So, um, you know, hopefully that can propel us for this uh, league 
title push. And how much are you looking forward to this league title push? Because, you know, the weekends have highlighted here. Um, I'm imagining the very stressful, uh, I'm, I'm very high adrenaline, um, because before the Basestock game, you, you've got those matches with Leeds and, and they're thrilling games as well. Definitely. You know, it hasn't really, I, I think the biggest, most nerve-wracking one was the whole game all year for, for, for me as a coach. Those are huge points. Um, and now every, every every weekend's huge, every game's huge. Then you can even dial it down every period. But we're just going to focus one day at a time. We have a huge weekend coming up here at home. We need to focus on playing well at home, which I don't think we've played our best in the last at least two, three weekends. So enough of that. Let's get the crowd behind us, have a great start, um, and hopefully we, we have a good uh, showing on Saturday, and then we'll worry about Sunday and lovely Peterborough when that comes. No, good stuff. Let's touch upon Peterborough as well, because um, it's something we've been following here on the show all season long. This this race up at the top of the of the National League has been absolutely outstanding. Uh, as we record this interview, uh, Leeds are playing tonight. Uh, whatever happens, I think they'll they'll stay top. But, I mean, it's such a, an epic title race, this, isn't it? I mean, what's it like uh, being part of it? It's a lot of fun. Um, to be honest, I've never been a part of something like this um so it's it's new to me and there is more um attention to detail with every shift every period it it matters so you know that's kind of my job all year to be stressing the little things and hopefully it pays off you know we we can't look too far ahead and we can't get too nervous we got to keep playing the right way um and when adversity does strike which it will we have to stay calm believe in each other and just you know, keep rolling. So it's definitely a lot of fun. You're kind of keeping an eye on other scores. You realize every, every point's huge. And to have a chance to do that, it, it's what hockey is all about. So we're thrilled to be part of it. And, um, you know, hopefully we have fun doing it. And, and you must be proud as well. I mean, we, we said about how proud you were, the, you know, the performance last weekend, but there's, there's an air of bounce back ability to use a, a terrible footballing catchphrase about your team this season, especially in recent weeks as well, where uh, you do get back on the horse uh, quickly. That's a good attribute to have, I'm going to suggest, uh, given the nature of this division with, you know, two competitive fixtures every weekend. Definitely. We've, um, obviously, every year there's ups and downs, but we try, you know, there's certain ways to approach it. I've um, been coached by a lot of different coaches and a lot of great coaches, and, and I've played the game, and I am playing the game, but I just kind of know when it's time to be the ruthless guy and when it's time to kind of just state the facts. Um, but it comes out of the group. You know, we, we got a good group who hate to lose. And uh, that's the biggest thing that we have in that, in that room. We got a, a lot of good leaders and, and we just enjoy playing the game. So hopefully we don't run into any of those uh, adversity bumps anymore. Um, and we just have some fun and, and play the right way, which by now we know what that is. And if we all come together and, and stay on the right page and, you know, put in the, put in the work uh, i believe something special could happen here in mk and and how much are you enjoying uh playing uh this season as well tim because you know you're, you're very much part of this squad you know scoring plenty of goals this season and uh and setting them up as well i mean how how much are you enjoying uh your time on the ice as well as being a coach oh it's fun um ups and downs it's hockey you know when you're when things are going well it's you know everything's easier and then when the body starts hurting which happens that's not so fun dealing with that but you know, hockey is the best sport in the world. That's why I'm still doing it. And if, you know, if I wasn't having fun, I definitely wouldn't. So it helps that we have a good group of guys and that they put everything on the line and they and they want to win. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. But, you know, for the most part, it's it's because of the, the lads um, that are working their butts off to try to get wins. 
and then obviously the the setup and the fans and everything in Milton Keynes is unbelievable. So um, definitely a lot of fun. And one of the uh, cornerstones of of your uh, squad this year is is obviously Lewis Christie, as he has been many years at, at Milton Keynes, and um, it's been announced about his his testimonial uh, at the end of the season uh, and and this match taking place where some MK legends uh, will be returning for 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 the night. Um, I mean, Lewis's contribution, we had him on the show uh, last month, I think, uh, cracking lad. I mean, his contribution this season, uh, as well as previous seasons, can't can't really be understated. No, I, I had no idea that he's been there for 10 years, to be honest. Um, but when he was voted captain, really started to understand what he's all about. When he says something, guys, listen, um, he, he wants to win. He puts his body on the line. He's a very good penalty killer. He's structurally almost perfect uh, especially you know since the beginning of the year when, 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 when I've taught him uh, the little details because it's definitely different um, from what he's used to but you know when he's out from whatever injury here and there you know you can tell not just by what he's doing on the ice kind of just off the ice you know the way he talks to the guys the he says the right things at the right time but we're lucky to have him, um, and hopefully we can uh, do something special for, for Lewis. And uh, obviously one game at a time and all that, but I was looking through the fixtures, and something remarkable, which I've only just noticed, uh, you've got a, a doubleheader with Leeds for the last two games of the of the regular season in April. You, you probably not even look that far down the fixture list, but, but that's something to look forward to, I'm going to suggest, the last weekend of the regular season. Right. I mean, if, if all goes to plan and, you know, everybody takes care of their business, it could be... Um, all the hard work the entire season comes down to two games. Um, that could happen, which is extremely rare in sports. I don't know how often that happens in, in football, but especially a back-to-back to win the, the biggest trophy of the year is, is pretty crazy. So, yeah, we don't want to look too far ahead. we got a ton of work to do, 14 games left in the season, so 12 more until, until that happens. So we'll just focus on uh, this weekend against a good Sheffield team. No, what I'll probably do is I'm going to book an interview with yourself and, and Ryan for that weekend, I think, because uh, that's going to be epic, potentially. Uh, but like you say... Potentially. Uh, potentially. Uh, but like you say, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's one game at a time. I mean, you've got a tough weekend to come, you know, Sheffield and, and Peterborough. How much are you looking forward to um, the, the challenge of this weekend? Oh, it's it's another big one. You know, two, two very good teams. We're starting to go in the right direction. We kind of got some healthy healthy bodies. Certain guys are really stepping up. Um, we're, you know, starting to realize we have to do as a team and we have to be on the same page. I really liked our game in Swindon and, you know, hopefully we can just continue to uh, to play that way and just grind out points. That's what it's all about. No, good stuff. Uh, just to let everyone know as well, the, the Lewis Christie testimonial stuff, um, mk-lightning.co.uk for, for more information uh, on, on tickets and, and various other things surrounding uh, Lewis's testimonial. But uh, Tim Wallace, player head coach, of Milton Keynes Lightning. A big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us on this week's show. Uh, all the best this weekend and uh, all the best for the running as well. Thanks a lot. Good talking to you. Player head coach Tim Wallace there from the Milton Keynes Lightning joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's stick with the National League now and go to the Sheffield Steel Dogs and a fantastic overtime victory for the Sheffield Steel Dogs on Tuesday nights at home to the Leeds Knights. What a result that was, confirming Sheffield Steel Dogs' place in the playoffs 
this season. And for more now on that win, as well as a general catch-up with how things are going at the Steel Dogs in the closing few weeks of the season, on Friday afternoon, I caught up with defenceman. It's a welcome back to the show to Ben Morgan. Well, Ben, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first things first, big congratulations uh, for, for that midweek victory. Quite a, an epic match by all accounts, but picking up an overtime win there against Leeds. Uh, how, how was your Tuesday evening? Very tiring, if I'm honest. We, we just played four in five games, so to get anything out of that game at that point was always going to be a bonus, but to, to get two points was brilliant. I mean, heading into the game, obviously, um, the pressure wasn't on, that's not the right phrase, but uh, uh, it was not the best of results uh, over the previous weekend, so it was it was a case of bouncing back, but there's there's easier teams to bounce back against than, than Leeds, that's for sure. Yeah, the annoying thing is coming out of them four games, we picked up five points out of eight, and out of those five, you know, four are against Leeds. So that's that's the annoying thing. We were 18 seconds away on Saturday night from a regulation win against Raiders. And obviously we ended up losing on, on penalties. And then by Sunday, we just had a bad second period in Telford and they capitalised on it. It was really tight first, tight third period. Second period just got away from us. And, you know, Telford have got really, really good offensive players. A couple of people really showed up for them on, on Sunday night. And we were, you know, we just got caught napping in that second period. So to, to take five points out of eight, as I said, four in five games against, you know, two games against Leeds. London are always a difficult team. They'll always play hard against you. And then in Telford, you know, they've they've got quality that can shine when it needs to. They've got experience that can play when it needs to be seen. So I guess five points in out of eight is is not to be to be sniffed at I suppose. So we're, you know we're pretty content with that, but we've you know we've got to dust ourselves down and go again this weekend. Well, uh, thanks to uh, the brilliant Twitter feed and IHL stats, they confirm um, that uh, with that win on Tuesday night that you booked your playoff spot. Uh, so congratulations uh, on that front, Ben. To everyone at the Steel Dogs. Um, I mean this this season. I mean I think you've been four for ages now. Uh, and I mean that's that's some achievement in this league. I, I'm, I'm going to suggest. I would I would agree. Yeah, I'd say there's more ups than what there was downs. We we did really well to get to that semi final cup. We got off to a pretty good start. We were probably I think up to about highest of third maybe. But you know Leeds were were just chipping away, just reeling off wins. So we were never really going to get those top two spots out of those first. 15 to 20 games or so but that was our first target let's get that semi-final place let's have something to play for mid-season and something to focus on and then see where that takes us but um, every, every team will turn around and say no if we had this this season if we had that this season and we're no different I think somebody will probably prove me wrong and say you have had a full strength team on this particular game but I'm trying to think of a game where we've had absolutely everybody in, in one game and I, and I can't think of one you know, we're missing key players like Spurs. He played first few games. He's had an operation on his shoulder, which he'd been waiting for for ages. Alex is up and down with Steelers. To be fair, he's been more with us this season, which has been a, a, a real blessing for us because he's been an absolute a star for us. He's been really, really good. Um, and then we've had players, key players, playing injured for you know quite a few games. Busy. We've had to rest him last few last few games. And then because of the, the size of the club that we are and the nature of the players that we attract, we are a development club. We have people that work, you know, Tuesday evening, we were missing Bones, he had to work, we were missing Brammer, he had to work. So we're great getting the likes of Biz and Alex back into the team, but then we were losing Bones and Brammer, so we were, we were kind of, you know, back to square one in terms of numbers. So had we had a full strength team, full season, I, I dare say we'd have probably picked up a few more points. But there's, you know, the argument of when you've got a short bench team, it, it tends to galvanise the team a little bit more. There's people who are not looking around, looking at other people to do the jobs. They're getting more ice time. And I think looking on some of the results over the course of the season when we have played short benched and short strength to a degree, we've picked up some really, really good results. So 
who knows? We've been in fourth most season, uh, and we probably would have been in fourth regardless of people playing or not. So I think we're where we should be, in all honesty. We've had a really, really good run of form away from home, as home form needs to be better. We know that. But I think fourth is probably about right for where, where we should be and what we've achieved so far this season. And, and heading into um, you know the closing stages, you want to get that momentum going and I imagine you want to close uh, as much as you can to within the top three uh, and also keep ahead of, of the likes of Swindon below you in the league table. So you mentioned you know the, the age of the squad there. You have got some, some quality young players, but you've also got experience uh, like yourself, like Warren, who we've interviewed on the show before, and, and, and Jason. Um, I mean, how... how valuable do you think it is to have players like like Warren Tate and, and, and Jason Hewitt and yourself in the squad to, to bring that experience in these twisty, turny, nervy moments that we're about to enter in the National League? It's big, yeah. The best thing about the older guys is they just keep people level-headed. We don't get too high, we don't get too low and they just keep reinforcing that kind of message. So for us now, obviously, we didn't qualify for the final of the Cup. It's about momentum, it's about good habits um, and just trying to sustain a minimum standard of every single game where we, we're not doing what we did um, obviously in Salford on Sunday where we're having that second period blip because ultimately any team in this league you know you give them 20 minutes worth of game time and they'll, they'll score three they'll score four they'll score five and they'll make you look stupid so you know the older guys on the team will just reiterate that you know we've, we've now got the best part of say what is it, about six weeks six to seven weeks before the playoffs and the playoffs are over in the blink of an eye if you're not if you're not ready for them so for us and I guess every other team that's rolling into those unless they've got something to play for whether it's a league title or a, a cup final everyone's in the same boat everyone's just trying to get momentum good habits and make sure that by the end of the weekend of the season or, or the, the playoff season they're at Coventry and how, how keen is everyone at the club uh, to to defend that that playoff championship as well because you know that was that was some some achievement last year it was a great season for the Steel Dogs and, and I'm imagining uh, everyone's keen to to try and recreate that as as best they can as we head towards this running yeah definitely I think the vast majority of lads that have played on this team that we've been here for years and years and we've been through bad times and we've slowly turned the tide and you know we've got a bit of quality in and we want to do well and winning the playoffs last season was arguably one of the, the, the highlights of my career just because of where we've come from as a club to where we were at at the end of last season and where we are now it's kind of like 15 years it making and that was my fourth or maybe fifth time I'm going to Coventry and I never even got past the semi-final so to get to the final is one thing and then to you know I, and, I, and I'm going to use the term brush aside at MK in that final because I honestly thought we were just absolutely dominant and that, that's not to disrespect them at all but we were just that weekend we a really strong performance against Telford who had just won the league and we just we we brought it back round again on that, on that Sunday afternoon we were able to just play our game just be relentless and kind of I guess use the squad depth to make sure that the three lines or four lines that were, were rolling that night just made sure it were 110 effort every single shift. So we were the manner of how we won was just as pleasing as actually winning the thing. It was more relief to say, right, we've finally done it for the likes of myself and Belly and Tim and all these lads that have been around for ten plus years. But the manner in which we did it was was really really pleasing as well. It was a dominant performance over the course of the weekend. So we know we can we can emulate that again. We've got a different squad, but we've got in my opinion, arguably just as talented and as much depth. So there's every chance that we could go and do it again this season, but we need to we need to stay focused. We need to keep his, his eyes on prize and his feet on ground and just make sure, as I said a minute ago, that we're doing the right things leading up to the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, obviously that takes us then to um, this weekend's matches uh, 
MK Lightning on Saturday away from home, uh, a mammoth game for, for both yourselves and, and Lightning, I'm going to suggest. But uh, also on Sunday, uh, Swindon coming to Sheffield. And I should say the tickets are selling fast for this game as well. So it uh, should be, should be a, a, a very good crowd there at, uh, at Ice Sheffield uh, for, for this one on Sunday evening. So get yourself down there, 4.30 face-off if you've not already got your ticket. But um, how important is this, is this weekend now for, for keeping that momentum going after that fine performance against Leeds? Yeah, it's going to be a tough weekend because I think in all honesty, this Saturday game, the pressure is going to be on MK. It's them that are, you know, rooting for that top spot and the pressure's on them. They want to make sure that they're getting, they're getting maximum points and we'll just go in there as we have done this season. We've picked up some points there already. I think we've had a, an overtime loss and a regulation win and this year. I think we might have lost a game there as well. Um, but we're confident in our zone ability going, playing against a really, really strong team. I would imagine that'll be a sellout again in MK. You know, the, the really really well supported team um, but we'll look to go there and, and you know do a job on them and then Sunday same again uh, I think you alluded to it earlier we've pretty much been fourth all season Swindon have been fifth or sixth there about all season so it'll probably be a matchup that's going to look likely for the playoffs and we owe them a decent game because I think last time we went down there we you know we should have we should have beat them and we, we didn't we, we fell asleep for a few minutes and that cost us as well so It'd be nice to put another marker down against Swindon because, like I say, I reckon we'll end up playing them in playoffs, and uh, that'll be another good, another good double header. And, and last question, Ben. Uh, I think it comes across in this interview, but uh, enjoying this season at, at the Steel Dogs and uh, excited about about what's what's possible in these closing stages of of the campaign. Yeah, enjoying it gets me out of house, keeps me young, I suppose. The kids enjoy it as well. They're at an age now. I've got a, a three, soon to be four year old lad in a six soon to be seven year old daughter who love coming down to the rink and while ever they're enjoying it as well it gives me a little bit of extra motivation to keep on playing and the lads are quality it's the same you know core group of boys that have been there for the past probably about 12 years now um, and probably longer going back into Senator's days uh, for a couple of people like Awood who have had the pleasure of playing hockey with since being a, a junior so uh, and the guys that have come in this year that, that are new to the world like Vlad's he's been He's been really, really strong. Fantastic pickup, and I think he's turned a few heads. Um, people are taking him seriously as the season's gone on. So, yeah, we're enjoying it. It's, it's good. A couple of weeks to go now, and before we know it, it'll be uh, rest up, a little bit of summer sport, a couple of beers if we're allowed them, and uh, we'll, we'll be right back at it again at the start of next season. Great stuff. Well, Ben Morgan uh, from the Sheffield Steel Dogs, a big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us on this week's show, and uh, a big, massive good luck in the closing months of the season. My pleasure. Cheers, Ben. Sheffield Steel Dogs defenceman Ben Morgan there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. A big thank you to all my guests this week for joining me. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I've been Ben, and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.